is Thursday, October 1st, 2015, and you are listening to Driving Home with Reverend Kyle. Hello, I'm Reverend Kyle. So I've just left Studio 216, located in beautiful downtown Seattle, Washington, and I am heading east on Interstate 90, and this is the podcast where I bring you as much of today's virtual reality news as I can before I make it home. I have to apologize, folks. I'm a little hoarse today. I seem to have picked up a little bug or something while I was at Oculus Connect 2 last week in uh, Los Angeles, California. I'm sorry, Hollywood, California. And uh, I'm not really sure how I got sick. I mean, you know, uh, meeting 1,500 geeks and game developers and VR pioneers, shaking hands and sharing headsets and being confined into tight quarters. I I don't see how I could have gotten sick. Well, anyway, so that's why you didn't get any episodes last week is because I was at Oculus Connect 2. I have to say it was a uh, an amazing experience. I'm very uh, pleased that I got to go, met a lot of wonderful people, and uh, I really feel blessed to have been part of that experience. Uh, Oculus Connect 1 uh, had some you know, uh, challenges and and, and everything that was wrong with Oculus Connect 1, they made up for it this year with Oculus Connect 2. I really felt like everybody had their act together. Uh, The keynotes were phenomenal and amazing. Uh, Very inspiring talks by a lot of people. A lot of great announcements. And I'm not going to talk about any of those (laughs) in in this podcast because this podcast is all about current day news. And uh, you can listen to the Rev VR podcast for some interviews and things coming up soon that we'll talk about Oculus Connect 2. So I will try to keep them separated, if you know what I mean. So let's dig into it and let's talk about some of the news. And I guess some of this did come from Oculus Connect 2, but they weren't talked about at the time. And so it looks like uh, our good buddy Ben Lang from Road to VR had an opportunity to sit down and talk with Mr. Palmer Lucky. And what did they talk about? Well, it turns out that they talked about the price of the Oculus Rift consumer version. What does that look like? Well, it does look like, according to Palmer, that the Rift will cost more than $350. Now, to some people, that's surprising. To other people, not so much. Uh, I personally am not surprised at that. Looking at the, uh, the reasonings that Palmer gave, I think they were all very valid reasons. Uh, We don't want this to be run-of-the-mill, off-the-shelf hardware. There's a lot of really intense and complicated custom hardware being used here. And it nickels and dimes you as you go up in terms of production cost. And so when you take a look at the fact that we have custom lenses and custom screens and custom this and custom that, how many of us would have been disappointed had we paid $299 for it and then found out that, geez, for just a few dollars more here and there, it could have been a much, much better piece of hardware. So I find the logic that Palmer used to explain the cost to be very sound. And I appreciate the fact that Oculus has been so transparent about the way that they're doing things, the cost, and uh, the fact that they're not in it for a profit, folks. They're in it to get VR into the hands of consumers and massive virtual reality adoption. So they're doing their best, and I, for one, commend them on everything that they're doing and all of their efforts. So when you guys have that conversation of, oh, I really wish that the Rift was going to cost 299 
just remember what you're getting. Just remember that. Plus, we also know that a lot of the uh, Oculus Rift uh, competitors are probably going to be at higher price points. Uh, Sony had announced that PlayStation VR is probably going to cost upwards of $400. And uh, we've also heard that the uh, HTC Vive is probably going to be a more costly piece of hardware. So, uh, you know, industry standards, uh, you know, th th there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, and, and don't worry, as technology progresses, just as with every other piece of technology, prices will come down. Prices will come down. So first generation might be a little expensive. Second generation, third generation, on and on and on. And eventually it'll cost like 25 cents in a little bubblegum uh, dispenser at the grocery store. So uh, maybe, maybe 20 years from now, who knows. Okay, so moving along to another piece, uh, again, from Road to VR. Our folks over there have been kicking out the articles, and so uh, I spent quite a bit of time on Road to VR today, trying to catch up on my news and little tidbits here and there. Turns out that we might be seeing something for the people who backed the original 2012 Kickstarter for the Oculus Rift. So if you guys remember, or were involved in this, you kind of felt like there needed to be more for the Kickstarter backers. These are the folks who put their hard-earned money into a concept well before Facebook bought into it, well before all of these investors bought into it. You were the OG investors, and you were the folks who put your hard-earned money up to help make the Oculus Rift a reality. And some of you were a little scorned and felt like, well, maybe we should have gotten a little bit more. And I unfortunately missed the Kickstarter by about a week. So I am not one of the original Kickstarter backers. Uh, so for me, this isn't really relevant. However, however, having been knee-deep into the virtual reality Kickstarter world, uh, personally, and knowing several people who have uh, ran successful and unsuccessful Kickstarters, I know how hard it can be to fulfill promises, meet obligations, and to also make your customers happy. And when you have something like a Kickstarter, you have a lot of people looking around going, did I get everything I should have gotten? Did I get my money's worth? Ignore the fact that Kickstarter is simply for the fact that you're giving money to help make a project a reality. No. Well, or in this case, a virtual reality. No, you want something in return. And so it sounds like, according to another interview with uh, Palmer Lucky, that the specifics aren't set in stone but Kickstarter backers might see a little some-some. And uh, speculation has been everywhere from a coupon, a discount. Uh, maybe Palmer will come over to your house, knock on the door. When you open it, he will shoot you in the face with a T-shirt cannon. Who knows? Uh, but whatever it is, uh, it, it's being considered. So don't feel left out, Kickstarter backers. Uh, Oculus is still thinking of you and recognize your contribution to making all of this happen. So let's see what else we have in the news today. It looks like the first Rift has rolled off the production line. Yes, that's right. They're hitting deadlines, folks. Oculus is all about hitting deadlines. And this is really good because what it means is, is that the production of the Oculus Rift, minus maybe some tweaks here and there, has occurred. It means that they are geared up and their factories are ready to start pumping out the jams. Yes, that's right. They're ready to start making that first 100,000, that first 500,000, that first million. 
that first 10 million units. How many are they going to have to make? Who knows? But it means that we're not sitting around waiting like we have been for other hardware manufacturers. We're not waiting for them to get tooled. We're not waiting for them to find that final prototype that they think that, yes, this is what we're going to base our production model off of. They have it set and ready to rock. And that first one coming off the assembly line, that's just really amazing to hear. I'm very excited to know to hear that 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 oculus is on schedule did you hear that folks a vr company producing hardware on schedule yeah listen to it savor the moment of hearing that vr hardware production on schedule yes it's awesome so what does this mean for us the consumers well it means that number one we are probably going to see this oculus rift q1 but what does Q1 mean? I mean, technically January 1st, 2016 is Q1, but so is March 17th of 2016. So what what is it going to be? Am I going to have my Rift by my birthday in April? That's the question. That's the question. Now I want to throw one more thing in here. It appears that Pre-OVR has sent an email. Remember these guys, Pre-OVR? They've got a uh, mocap suit that uh, went through Kickstarter and was successful. I was personally a backer of this. And then it had all sorts of drama and shenanigans occur. And uh, it looked like it was going to die, go the way of the dodo. But no, I received an email saying that Pre-OVR is going to ship. The Kickstarter backers are going to get their pre suits. And it's going to ship. Guess what the date is? Q1 2016. So we'll see. Again, quarter one. It's three months worth of time waiting. Who knows? Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm very excited to see the possibility of getting my pre-OVR suit and wearing it along with my consumer uh, Oculus Rift and and holding possibly my stems because my stem controllers might also be showing up soon. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see. Well, uh, there's obviously all sorts of fun news that are, it's coming out, all sorts of fun stuff to talk about. But uh, the whole point of this podcast is to keep it short, sweet, to the point, give you a small dosage of VR news, and uh, do it all while I'm driving. Luckily, traffic isn't too bad today, so I can get home, rest up, hopefully get my voice back soon. Uh, stay tuned because the Rev VR podcast will be pumping out some new interviews. I think I've got my Comcast uh, debacle and my internet taken care of, so uh, I don't have to worry about dropping the signal every 20 minutes. Thank you, Comcast. You're awesome. Not. Uh, Okay, so I will uh, probably pump out another episode on Friday, and then uh, we'll start doing a routine now that I'm back from Connect, and we'll get some driving homes with Reverend Kyle's episodes uh, kicking out pretty soon here, uh, maybe two or three weeks. Not really sure I'm going to do this, but uh, as many as I can, because I've got this wonderful headset that prevents me from killing people. And if I get pulled over by a cop, I'll tell them who I am, and they'll very obviously let me go. So if you want to get in touch with me, normal channels, uh, Twitter at Reverend KJR, or email me at Reverend KJR at gmail.com. Uh, the podcast is now on Stitcher and iTunes and SoundCloud. 
And I have not associated it to any other website because I just don't know what I'm doing with this yet. So drop me a line. Give me some feedback. Tell me what you think. And uh, I think we will leave it at that. So, uh, folks, I'm pulling off the highway and heading home. Everyone, drive safely. And thanks for listening. Bye.